Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee this morning, my Black Rifle coffee. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ. If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. That is what we celebrate. It's what we talk about, and then how that impacts and affects every area of our lives as we live from the freedom that Christ has already provided. God bless you today, and thank you for joining us today. We do not want to take for granted the listeners. Some of you have been with us for a long time. Some of you maybe are new. We welcome you into this community. Well, today I want to talk about, and I've, I've kind of I've titled this, The Question Before Us in any circumstance. And I, I really truly believe this. You know, we've just been talking about healing. We've been talking about, you know, what's God doing in the midst of our lives, in the midst of this healing journey that we're on. But anything we're dealing with, any hardship, any trial, anything, uh, circumstantially in our lives, there's this, there's, I think, this core question that is, is central to it all. And that is this. I'm going to present it to you and then and then uh, kind of unpack it a little bit. But that core question is this, is whatever the circumstance, whatever it is, 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 my, is the goal knowing Christ, is the goal enjoying his presence, okay, or is it enjoying the blessings or for things to get back to the way we think we want them to be or for life to work the way we want it to work? So I know there's kind of a caveat on those little answers, but really it's it's in any circumstance the choice of enjoying of enjoying Christ in me, of enjoying his presence, or trying to make life work, or wanting God to make our lives work. And I think that's that is the honestly the question that's before each of us as Christ followers in anything that we're dealing with, in any circumstance, in any crisis or uh, or struggle or anything that we're dealing with is that uh, because uh, that's you know the deepest core longing that we really have that we that maybe it's been distracted maybe it's been um, you know there's a lot of things that have been piled on top of it or we've been you know sold a bill of goods about this is what the Christian life is supposed to be but the core longing the core uh, desire of our soul is to know God it's to know God. It's to know God in a deeper, intimate way. Uh, that's that is the longing of every of every Christ follower. And maybe we don't think that. Maybe we, you know. But what we've been told is that this is the Christian life, or this is how you're supposed to deal with trials. This is how you're supposed to deal with circumstances. And so, that core longing to know God and to and to allow Him to know us and to enjoy us and take delight in us. That is that that is the that is the question. That is what we really really want in the midst of these difficult circumstances, in the midst of these trials. It's not the desire to feel loved. It's not the desire to experience meaning. It's not even the desire for for pleasures, a family, friends, success. It's it's this passion. It's this as Paul calls it, to live as Christ, to live as Christ, to know Him. And and that's that's like the the secret that he talks about of the, of, the, of his contentment to know to know him and it's 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 that is it. But oftentimes we've been told or we've even bought in the lie that 
well, if I if something hard's going on in my life or something is 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 a hardship has come on, well, I either didn't do something right, or uh, I'm doing something wrong, and so I've, it's up to me now to manage this. And we're selling people a bill of goods of life management, of sin management, as opposed to telling them of the life that they already have in Christ. The life that you have in Christ is there. And so we go about our way of trying to get the blessings of life, of trying to make life work, of trying to, you know, in the midst of hard things that happen to us. And we question God, and why is this happening? And, what? and, and all the time, the invitation, the question before us is, is, is it possible for me to know God in the midst of this, know God in a deeper way, to enjoy his presence, even in the midst of a divorce, even in the midst of a car accident, even in the midst of uh, my, my kids rebelling, even in the midst of a financial hardship, even in the midst of a health diagnosis. Is that possible? I mean, the bottom line is these things happen to unbelievers and believers. Christians and non-Christians get in car accidents. Christians and unbelievers get cancer. Christians and unbelievers go through divorce. Christians and, un, un, and non-believers go through abuse. Uh, Christians and non-Christians go through financial hardships and health hardships and relationship hardships. So where's our hope? Where's our hope? Our hope is, is not in trying to figure out what to do better or to not do, to try to try harder for God or to do more for God so that he will bless me. The central focus can be, I have the life of Christ in me. His presence is enough. My grace is sufficient in what you are going through. And if you want to know what the real battle is, I think that's the battle. And every every Christ follower goes through this uh, at times in their life. And sometimes it leads to a deepening trust of the Lord. And sometimes it leads to bitterness, uh, desperation, cold-heartedness. Uh, anger, all kinds of things. It doesn't always lead us to trusting God when the hardships come. Why is my, why did you take my child, Lord? Or why did, you know, whatever the question may come, whatever the hardship is. And so we question God, we, we, we get confused, we get frustrated, all of that. But the central battle, the core question always comes back for, is it still possible? Is it still possible to enjoy Christ in me, the hope of glory, in the midst of this. I, I believe it is. I believe that is, the, that is the focus of our life, not in how well we're managing these, these struggles, not in, not in how well we're even um, you know, dealing with the hardships, but it's recognizing Christ as my life in the midst of those hardships. That is always before us. And when we begin to look at the blessings of life as our main focus, whatever they may be, and we think that's what we really want, or we're kind of using God as the vending machine God, then it puts expectations on God and also puts expectations on ourselves and others to come through. And when they don't, we can get surely disappointed at at best and totally confused and disheartened at worst. And that's where religion sells us a bill of goods, religion says, well, okay, here's what you need to do to kind of get through this hardship or to make your life work better. And, and if you do these things, well, sure, God will surely bless you. If you do these things, if, you, if you're committed to the, this religious type of activity, then you will 
expect, you can expect that this will happen and God will do this. God never promises in, in this, he never promises that life's going to go well. What he does promises promise us is that he is our life and he is in us. That's the focus. That's the promise. That's where our eyes can be set on and fixed on is that. It doesn't mean that we don't we don't desire, you know, as a as to have great family relationships, a great marriage, great ministry, whatever that may be, but those are all those are all secondary, I would say. The primary focus, the primary core of our heart is that we we want to know Christ in us as our life. And that question is always going to be there no matter what we're going through. And sure, there are times where we are going to choose, God, I really want this. And we begin to kind of micromanage God or tell God what to do or kind of, okay, God, I prayed really, really hard. Now I really want you to do this. And it doesn't mean that we don't pray. <laughs> I said that in, a, a, you know, in a, another podcast uh, that we, it doesn't mean that we don't pray or that we don't want these things in our lives. It's not really about that. It's what is the primary focus? What's the primary what is the primary goal? And that is Christ is my life. I can enjoy, can I enjoy Christ in the midst of a divorce? Can I enjoy Christ in the midst of dealing with an addiction? Because here's the thing, religion's told you, here's how to deal with this pornography addiction. Here's what you need to do. And if you do this, well, God surely will come through for you. But what if the message of freedom is God, Christ has already done this to you, not just for you, but to you. Here's who you are. His life is in you. His power is in you. His strength is in you. He has set you free from the power of sin. That's already happened to you, Christian. And so now you can enjoy his presence because you've already got his presence. You're not lacking anything. You're not missing anything. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing already. So why do I need to go after the blessings? Because then I think if I stop sinning, well, God will bless me more. Or if I keep on sinning, God is withholding something from me in my life. It's, it's the deception that we sometimes can be subtle, but the more and more we understand freedom in Christ, the more we can recognize that. That the deep battle in any situation we're dealing with is the life of Christ in me, enjoying his presence, or enjoying the blessings, or God's supposed to do this. You're supposed to work this out. Lord, I, I got divorced, but boy, you want me to either get married again, or man, that, that really hurt to go through this 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 trial, whatever, but you really want this for my life. So it's the name and claim, or it's the religious, or it's the it's up to me, and it makes it about it makes it about us. That's the core battle. But then the but then I think the the deception is the deception that's always there is we can actually we actually think we can make it happen, that we can do it, that we can we can if we do this, if we follow this recovery plan, that we can set ourselves free when Christ has already said, Matt, you're free. That was the light bulb moment for me. Like, 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 Matt, I've set you free. Now you can enjoy the fact that that's already happened. You don't have to work for that, try for that, strive for that, go after that. That's already happened. Enjoy it as a gift. Enjoy my presence in the midst of this, still the flesh coming at you. Because that's, that's still, that's still coming at, this doesn't mean that the hardships are not coming at us. The world's still coming at us. The flesh is still coming at us. Those things are all enemy of the soul. Yes, they're enemies of our souls. And so we think that because those things are coming at us, that's what we really want. Or, or if we're going through a hardship, I, I really need to do this to make it work out. 
And it just, it just, it's a, it's a deception. It's, it's what we've been sold as a bill of goods when what we really, really, truly want, what we really, really long for, we already have, which is Christ in us. And so as you're going through whatever you're going through, it doesn't mean we minimize it. That's the other thing. It doesn't mean we minimize or say that what we've gone through is not important or not valid. God knows. God knows, but but God has not promised us a better life of blessings in this in this world. He just hasn't. That uh, you know, Christians, we can look at some people's lives and we say, Christians, some people, God's really really blessed them because of wow, look at the look at the way they've lived and look at all this. But here's the reality: hard times come to all Christians in some ways. Hard times come to non Christians. Rain falls on the godly and the ungodly. So does hail. Hurricanes come to the godly and the ungodly. So do trials. There's no, there's no relationship to me getting it right and then life is going to go a certain way. That is what religion sells us. It sells us a bill of goods in that, that if I do this... This is what God's going to do. This is, how it's gonna, this is how it's supposed to work. If I love my kids this way, they're going to turn out to be these whatever. If I do A, God's going to do B. And it just doesn't always work that way. In fact, most of the time it doesn't. And, and so religion then has become this, this presumption of, of we're negotiating with God, that we do our part, or we think this is what we've been told to do, or what we're supposed to do, in the midst of this, and the reality is, is the invitation is, the invitation is always enjoying the presence of God right now. Is that, is that, is that even possible? I think we doubt it. We wonder. Sometimes we think we just kind of scoff off at that. We're like, are you kidding me? You, you see what I'm dealing with right now? Do you see the pain and the agony? And sure, we're not going to be able to see, or cl- see clearly in the midst of that confusion a lot of times. We need the Spirit of God in us. We need other people in our lives to walk gently with us through these hardships, through these struggles. But when we, when we tell people or when we ourselves think that we have to live better in order so our life will work better, we're basically doing nothing more than offering them self-help or offering ourselves self-help, life management, sin management, all of that, as opposed to I have the presence of Christ in me right now. I have his life in me right now. And the spirit of God in me will always lead me, lead me and testify to my spirit of what I already have. And can I enjoy that right now in this moment? That is the invitation. That is the question before each of us. Even as you're listening to maybe someone else that's sharing a hardship in their life, we want to maybe be quick to fix it or try to tell them what to do. And the reality is when that painful circumstance is coming, there's nothing we can tell them to do. But if they're a Christian, we can can invite them into enjoying the presence of God. We can remind them of all these things that are still true, even in the midst of the hardship. That's, that is walking this Christian life. That's walking by the Spirit. That's walking in freedom. And I want to share this, uh, this, this quote that is from um, uh, the famous author Augustine, who talks a lot about you know, the desire of, of God and, and, and just you know, that, that what we really are looking for is, is all God-based. And so he, he, he talks about this. He shares this quote. He says, he says, suppose God came, 
came to you and invited you to draw up your ultimate wish list, right? So with the things on on it that that you would agree are okay for Jesus followers to enjoy. So it's a, it's a good meal when you're hungry, a great family life, a satisfying sense of purpose and meaning, the excitement of romance and adventure, robust health, a job that showcases your unique talents and earns you respect and lots of money, maybe a season pass to the theater or to uh, to the gym or to um, the, the amusement park or or the ski resort or whatever that is, a good night's sleep every night uh, on your sleep mattress, uh, and to top it off, a nicely good experience in a church every Sunday morning where you gratefully worship the generous God who gave it all to you. Now suppose, you know, that all the, also while you're kind of making out that list, you're looking over it, yeah, you might, you might, uh, you think it's pretty complete, but you might throw in a new car, maybe a vacation home, maybe something else, and, and then God speaks again. And this is all coming from Augustine, a quote that I'm reading from. Uh, he says, this time he says, I'll give you everything on your list, and I will grant you a long life to enjoy it all, but here's the condition. And there's only one. If you accept this offer, you will never see my face. You will never see my face. And the way Augustine explains this parable, he says this way, is, is that the chill that you feel when you think of never seeing God's face is your love for God. Wow. Think about that, right? The blessings of life, right? Everything before us, every, the question that's before us, the, the blessings of life, Versus the presence of God in my life, which I already have. Of course we want to be healthy. Of course we want to have some of these things. Of course that's, I mean, but in that moment, life is all about knowing God. Knowing Christ as your life. Knowing Him as your source. Knowing Him and His love for you and His enjoyment of you and His delight in you and the freedom that you have. That is the question. I'm not saying this is easy. It's simple, but not not easy because it's something that we we learn where it's it's all by invitation only and whatever then god chooses to to grant in our lives we just we we live open handed we say god i'm available to you i'm available to you and 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 if he chooses to do something in your life it's all gravy, as I say, or it's all icing on the cake because he's already blessed you with every spiritual blessing. But that's not my focus now. The focus is not what people talk about wanting to experience God. That's the experience of it. That's the knowing. And that's the invitation. If I continue to choose to make that choice of getting it right or doing this to make my life work, I'm manipulating God. I'm manipulating myself and other people to do that. As opposed to the invitations always there in front of us. Can I enjoy God? Can I know you, Lord, in a deeper way? Every hard thing that we go through, every challenge that we go through, I truly believe can put us in touch. If we've lost it, maybe. If it's been confused, if we've bought into the deception, the lying beliefs. But every hard thing that we, that we go through, that we, that we have to experience, that it can put us back in to touch or back into focus of that deep core longing to know Christ. That that is truly the consuming passion of our life. And every trial, every hardship, that is what we want most in that, to know that God's presence is with us. 
and we're focused on the Spirit of God in us. We're consumed with the reality of God's love for us, His delight in us, His liking us, and we now can realize that we can enjoy that even in the midst of it's what does it say take take joy consider it pure joy when you face these things that's the joy it's the life of christ in you not that the circumstances aren't hard or that they are hard the source of our deepest joy the real point of living is christ is our life i believe that's true i i still to this day can buy into the deception that i got to make it work that i got to make it happen that when life is hard, I did something wrong, or God's punishing me, or He's, I can still buy, I, I'm sure a long way farther than I was because God's renewed my mind to some truths. But when those hard things come, it still is there, but, we, but it's still in front of us. That deception's there, that lying belief is still there, but God's renewing. He's saying, Matt, here it is. Here's the invitation. Here it is. You can enjoy me. The greatest discovery, the greatest awareness that we can have is our desire and reality and awareness of Christ as our life. And sometimes it has to be stirred up again. Sometimes maybe it has to be reignited. That we can actually feed on God, that we can drink from His life in us in the midst of all these things. And what it does is it, it takes away that, that deception of religion or trying to get it right or trying to do for God or trying to manage our life because He is our life. And so I want to end with this. As you, as you go through your day, your week, whatever you're dealing with, the lie out there is that you can make it happen, you can make it work. Religion will feed you a whole bunch of things that will feed into that. Um, but the reality is, the truth is, is that Christ is your life. And His presence is no more real and available to you in whatever you're going through than it is right now. And I want to just make this personal to this podcast because we talk about this. With the, with an, if you're struggling with an addiction to pornography or sexual addiction, that does not remove His presence from you in any way. In fact, He is the way. If you think, because here's the, here's the thought. In the midst of that addiction, we think that we've got to go and try to do that because God's withholding blessing or we didn't do this the certain way. We didn't follow the religious recipe for what we're supposed to do. And so I'm still in this addiction. And yet the reality is, is that Christ's presence is my escape, is my life, is my source in facing the temptation. And it's actually not even me that's the one defeating the flesh. It's Christ in me that's doing it. That's my hope. That's my joy. Because I can enjoy his presence and that's my freedom. That's, that's how I deal with the flesh that's coming at me. Because it may not go away and it won't go away this side of heaven. But it's not about me trying harder to get it or that God's going to not bless me or bless me if I do get it right. The goal is in, life, in Christian life is not to stop sinning. It's to know Christ as my life. I'm convinced of this more than ever. I pray that for you. Because if you're dealing with that, this doesn't minimize the struggle with the addiction. This doesn't minimize the heartache that you're going through. What it's actually designed to do is invite us into, in the midst of these struggles and heartaches, the reality of Christ as our life. That's the goal. The goal is not even how well you handle it. Well, boy, look at him. Look at how well he got through this trial. That's not even the goal. The goal is that, do you know Christ? Do you know Christ has your life? It's always a person. 
It's never a program. It's never a process. It's never blessings. He's already blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Know that today. Embrace that today. Believe that today. Walk in that today. That's that's yours as a gift. And nothing can take away his presence. And so that question that's before us, maybe, yeah, you think, oh, I've chosen something. Well, it's okay. He doesn't come out of condemnation. He doesn't work out of condemnation in, our, condemnation in our lives. But the question's still there. It's we get to choose. We get to choose. All this is already true of, our, of us. But we still have a choice every day. Am I looking to get something out of God or other people or make it work? Or can I enjoy his presence right now, in this moment, in whatever heartache I'm going through? And I believe that is one of the greatest freedoms that you can enjoy in this life because it it puts your perspective on God and what he has already done and what he's already accomplished in you and not what you think you're doing or not doing. Because he's already done the work to set you free. Now can you enjoy it? Sometimes we don't, but that's the invitation. That's the question. That's the invitation today. And so I pray that for you. I pray that for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. We really appreciate that. If you uh, haven't gotten any value over this, we'd love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anything like that. Also, if you feel led to support this podcast, we are now being heard in over 25 countries. We would love to get this message out to more people, and we we, uh, could definitely use the financial support. We appreciate those of you that have already come alongside of us. There'll be a couple of ways that you can do that in the description, and we thank you very much for your consideration. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.